What's going on, everybody? It is Colin of Colin Can Help on episode two of Blog Out Loud. Today's episode, we are going over the new article, What is a Domain Name? Um, it's got a really cool graphic on it. I made it myself uh, based off of the Hello My Name Is name. And it's uh, threw a little domain in there. Um, but uh, the article uh, starts off saying that it'd like to give thanks to Paul Makapetris. Makapetris. Say that ten times fast. Makapetris, 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 Makapetris. Anyways, back to the topic. Um, you're probably wondering who the hell is Paul Makapetris. He's one of those guys that you probably never heard of his name, but he shaped the world around you uh, in ways that you never really thought of. Paul is the inventor of the DNS system, or the domain name system, um, which he made in 1983. Um, what is that, 35 years ago? Still in use today. It's pretty crazy with technology. Um, but rather than looking up simple host names, the DNS created uh, easy identifiable names for IP addresses, making the internet far more accessible for everyday use. Um, and if none of that makes any sense to you, that's all right. <clears throat> we'll go over a little bit of the history of domain names and then go into some common domain name questions um, is the idea behind this article in this episode of Blog Out Loud. Um, so the history of the domain name. Um, Paul had the DNS all set up and ready to go in 1983. Um, and you would have thought that everybody jumped into right onto the ship, right? Um, well, at the end of 1985, there was, guess how many? Probably a thousand, couple thousand, ten thousand? Nope. Six domain, domain names were registered in the world in 1985. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, within two years, only six names got registered. That's crazy. Um, today, there's more than 265 million names registered globally um which is crazy to think about the growth in 30 years from 6 to 265 million um but anyways i'm just a nerd and i find facts like that cool another interesting fact um that we're all used that we're um, all used to paying for domain names but they were free until 1995 uh before 95 if you wanted to start a website you could do it at just about absolutely no cost um, then Network Solutions was given the ability to charge for registration fees. Um, it worked out to be 100 bucks. You got a two-year subscription, so $50 a year. Not too bad, but free sounds a lot better. Because um, in 98, the DNS became finally privatized. And uh, that was an attempt by the Clinton administration to increase competition in the market and encourage more participation internationally. Uh, just trying to get people behind the internet. Um, but people weren't really happy about the original proposal, so then um, the organization ICANN began. That's another fun one to say. Um, but anyways, um, that's 98. We're going to fast forward a little bit to 2003 talk about the Truth in Domain Names Act, which is ridiculous that it had to be a law, but it had good uh, good intentions. Um, anyways, the legislation said punishments for people making deceptive domain names. What do you mean deceptive domain names? What made them, what made them do all that? Um, well, there are cases with Bob the Builder, 
and Teletubbies. I'm sure you guys have heard those names somewhere before. Um, but people uh, would actually t- buy those domain names once the show got popular, before they got a website, and have a redirect uh, going to porn, which, you know, you think you're going to go take your kids to bobthebuilder.com and go build something or go see an episode online, maybe, and nope, you're going to see some X-rated things. So they had to make a whole law about it. Um, called the Truth and Domain Names Act. You can see the whole act on the website at colincanhelp-apps-tech-what-is-a-domain-name. That's a lot of dashes. It's hard to say out loud, but you could just go to colin.com backslash blog and find all of it as well but we'll keep going through it so you don't even have to do any of that you'll know everything just for listening to this exclusive podcast um but anyways if you read the whole document um here's what it felt like they passed by so that little interlude there let's call that a few years and let's jump to 2007 um at the peak of the domain economy um 2007 is when the most expensive sale of the domain name happened Um, If you want to guess what it is, guessing time is over. It is vacationrentals.com, and they became the most expensive domain site ever sold at $35 million. Um, And the best part about the story is the guy that bought it bought it just so that his competitor at the time, Expedia.com, which is still much more well-known today than travelrentals.com, um, couldn't have it, um, but yeah, the dude paid $35 million for it, which is insane to me, because, I mean, they could have made another site for cheaper, oh well, they like that one, um, but anyways, that's not the only type of greed with domain names, and the domain name history, in 2012, a man named Mike Mann, with two N's, uh, He's a professional domain speculator, essentially uh, a stockbroker for domain names. He tries to buy them before they get popular and sells them at a higher price uh, once they do get popular and people want to buy them. But in 2012, he bought 14,962 domains, not just in 2012, within 24 hours. Within one day, he bought just short of 15,000 domains. Um, a link all about that day uh, is in the article. Um, so you might ask, why did he do it? That's quite a bit of work to do in one day. And uh, he had a really simple answer. He just said, I'm a really, just really greedy. I want to own the world. <clears throat> Not a bad philosophy, I guess. Um, definitely got a big chunk of the digital world that day. Um, and maybe it was his fault, or maybe it was the other dot-com rushers. Um, but one day... Um, the internet became out of names completely. No, I'm, not, I'm joking. Just the one letter, two letter, three letter, and then four letter domain names um, all are sold up. Um, not all of them are in use, but all of them have been bought um, and registered. Um, like literally everything from AAAAA to ZZZZZ.com taken. Um, but that's alright, because not everybody wants. AAAs.com or ABDZ.com. Um, but that's good because they're taken even if you did. So make a name specific to what you're doing and hope that nobody else is doing you. 
um, would be my advice. Um, but that's over a half a million combinations um, of just random letters and different words that are all sold up. Um, and that was as of 2013. I mean, that was a long time ago. Um, so that brings us to talk about GLTDS. And that's a ridiculous acronym. I hate acronyms, but <clears throat> something you're going to see around if you're doing things with domains and internet. Um, it stands for Generic Top Level Domains. And uh, it's what users use to put at the end of a URL. So you're used to seeing .com, .org, .gov, things like that. But there's way more than that. Um, recently, the trend has been to make different names and help that expand. Um, probably because the people that owned all the names kind of needed some more money. So they figured out how to make more names. Um, but that is the basic history of domain names. So you might be asking still, what you probably already came to know, is how do you get a domain name? Um, usually I try to give advice based off of what I've done myself, so um, I personally always recommend GoDaddy, GoDaddy.com. Um, but before you even go looking for a name, you should already have it. And have it wrote down on a piece of paper uh, and don't search for it. it. might make the prices spike might make somebody else want to go buy it things like that um so go right in get a GoDaddy account and sign up for it find the name buy it um you're never going to own it um you're just basically renting it so decide how long you want to rent it for one year two years five years ten years um whatever you can and you're probably want to get hosting at the same time the storage that'll power your website um, and places like GoDaddy or other service providers often will give you a year for free or discounted for your domain name if you sign up with hosting for them. So that's something to look out for, too. Um, I personally like GoDaddy. They're not the best out there. They're not the cheapest out there, but they are a solid value for what you pay for, which I like in any company. And um, I don't see him going away soon. So I feel like my dad is safe. I feel like the name isn't going to disappear. I don't see him doing shifty things to me. I've been using him for years for all the websites that I've created. And uh, whenever I do have an issue, they're usually pretty solid about helping you, um, even when they're not supposed to. Um, when you are getting a domain name, something to think about is to get an SSL certificate. Um, makes you look more, more official. It's uh, secure. So if you're selling things on your website, if you're, you know, trying to look, have a better reputation, it's a good investment. Um, I think it's usually about 80 to $100 a year. Um, so it's not that expensive. Domain names aren't that expensive. I've had them for as low as a dollar, $15, $20. But a more developed name could cost you a lot of money. So something you have to think about. Do you want to buy a name? Do you want to start a new name? Do you want to put a dash in it? There's quite a bit, a bit of things to think about. So um, that's just the basic one, two, one, two on domain names. If you have any other questions, I would be happy to talk to you about anything website related, marketing, uh, social media, uh, how's the weather, anything you want to talk about. Reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, my website, uh, the podcast, call, leave a message. I'd love to answer any questions for everybody. Um, so I want to thank everybody for listening, and I hope this was helpful. If it was, go to Colin.com. What am I talking about? Colin.com. That's not even my website. ColinCanHelp.com. And go click around. Um, love the feedback. Instagram.com backslash ColinCanHelp. 
Twitter, Colin Can Help. Just about anywhere you go, I should be there at Colin Can Help. Um, so thank you, everybody, and I'll talk to you next episode. Thank you.